How's everybody doing tonight? Is this week's episode of the Juicy Roundtable? Your boy Jackson is in the house tonight for my two co-hosts, Mister Key Slim Slim Killer out here, and I, I can't even come up with an adjective for him tonight. But the homeboy rushes in the house tonight. Gentlemen, say hey, your hellos. Oh shit, I think he introduced us already, but you know what I mean? Hey, hey, you know, hey, I, hey, I, hey, I, hey, I can hey, see hey, where this is going with us tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I say hello to the people, gentlemen. <laughs> I, I know oh, we yeah. like a day or two, bro. I swear we doing this already. I swear. <laughs> I swear. Hey, what's up? My name Rush. I'm always a shit talking if I see. I was gonna go and come in with it. Mr. Dilla in the corner there being very quiet. A lot of people hey, always man, want... I mean, bro, hey, you making us look bad, bro. I'm Kayla Keith, buddy, as he said, however you want to call it, man. You know, we do what we do, man. Yeah. Having a good time. Just kicking it, man. Just vibing out, you know, playing some games and shit. Go talk to y'all about some real shit, you know. It is what it is, you know? Nah, I don't, man. See, I, I, I see we started this way out. We started this night out this way. I was going to start out with the serious question and then come in with the most lighthearted one later on, but I can see I need to do it the opposite tonight because the way we starting off, I swear. And then key yeah. over here making black people look bad. So worst time in having ooh. <sighs> so I did say I had something to bring up. What do y'all feel? What do y'all feel like we sh- I should get into first? We going with the serious question or we gonna go with the lighthearted question? Hey man, mm-hmm. you know. We can start it off serious. We okay. Okay. Once I start my shit talking, it ain't gonna end. So, so most of the time, y'all know me. Oh, y'all know me behind the scenes. I always got some type of rant or some type of issue with work dealing with the dealing with the public and dealing with people. So I've had over the last. Let's call it the last two weeks. I've had two instances pop up at work that I'm like, okay, I, 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 I see how some people feel about this. I see how niggas feel about this. Let me put it that way. Uh, I want to see, try to see what somebody specifically with Rush, since you're not here, you, you, you are uh, out of country okay. expert. <laughs> you're a foreigner, man. That's all he's <laughs> You're out of out of uh, country specialist, so uh, you you could give me a uh, a certain expect point of you view. Can call it foreigner. So, I can call it culture. This guy, I swear, always, always with the c word out here. Um, so quick little backstory because I don't want to get too detailed into it. I know I said quick story, but long story short, uh, this past week or so has been Christmas season. 
you know, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, everything is supposed to be celebrated, the different cultures around the world or whatnot. And it's this white guy who's married to this black lady at, at my job. And he was talking to a few other, you know, Caucasian people. And he brought up uh, his wife because she celebrates Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. And there was a major issue with some of the Caucasian people at my job compared to against him on quote unquote cultural appropriation, even though he's doing this with his wife. She's up there, she's celebrating, they're doing their thing, not really bothering people. Um, what I wanted to start off with is uh, since Mr. Trinidadi in there. Uh, your experience throughout life. How do most people from Trinidad deal with people who not from there or necessarily is a natural born? I can still most likely sound pretty sure there's a better word for that. How do most people from Trinidad deal with people outside of Trinidad not appropriating but using certain, let's say, lingo or certain things that is a part of Trinidadian culture? All right, so y'all updated on current world issues, right? So y'all know Venezuela been in turmoil for the past decade and maybe half, right? Yeah. Correct. So as Trinidad is literally Trinidad our island is twin island Trinidad and Tobago Venezuela is as close to Trinidad as Tobago is as close to Trinidad that's how close Venezuela is so there have been an influx of immigrants from Venezuela fleeing to Trinidad and the surrounding countries around Venezuela. So we have had to deal with immigrants and royal foreigners for a few decades, whether it's the Hispanics or even before that we had to deal with an influx from the upper islands like Jamaica, Barbados, and the, but those are Caribbean countries, so they're closer to our culture. But Spanish, on the other hand, Spanish culture is completely different from ours. So we have had a lot of Fusan experience with dealing with more than the ordinary tourists that would come in to our country for vacation and stuff, we have been having to deal with a lot more. So we handle it pretty well. Honestly, Trinidad has always been in our national anthem. We are we have every creed and race finds an equal place. So we don't care what you is, where you come from. You always will be welcomed unless you a bad apple or disrespectful to us, then 
it's another issue. But other than that, we have been, we don't really see black and white or religions and stuff in this country. It, it comes more to respect. If you show respect, there will be respect re- reciprocated. So when it comes to other religions or other where Kwanzaa or wherever you want to celebrate, ain't nobody going to feel any type of way because you not celebrating Christmas, you celebrating Kwanzaa or whatever. It doesn't really matter to us. And for another example, in Trinidad, we have a holiday for literally every religion. Whether you Baptist, Muslim, Hindu, Christianity, it don't matter what you is, it has a holiday for it, and the entire country celebrates whatever day that is, whether it's Eid, Diwali, Christmas, the entire country. You don't need to be a Muslim to celebrate Eid. That's how our country is. So with the influx of foreigners or immigrants coming in and they celebrating their own thing, it doesn't really feel any different. I find like from an outside perspective in as a Trinidadian watching it to Americans and the way how y'all act and stuff, I find like y'all let so much little things divide y'all over nothing. So that that that's basically outside perspective. We don't really divide mounts. Stuff. Yeah, we have racism and all these other stuff, but it isn't as to the point that y'all y'all are basically act like a bunch of niggas. Yeah, you go ahead and say it. That's kind of <laughs> for the, for the most part. You you would think that, especially the U.S. is was supposed to be the place where you know a lot of different people could come together, you know, and help celebrate each other's, you know, and, and celebrate each other in one way, shape, or form. But I swear to you, only here is where you can see somebody trying to, like you said, let's say people come there and they show it's a sign of respect, you know, do it respect for whatnot, because you know it, that's your home, so that's your place. So why not respect the place and celebrate? was the celebrate do the celebration for the country that you're in and whatnot i i swear the u.s is probably the only place where you could try to do something for other people and other cultures and people would um would most likely jump down your throat about it because i'm like it's going back to him the dude the guy from work he didn't really do anything wrong he was wearing, uh, I guess, a little pendant or something to represent it and whatnot, and people asked him about it. But yeah, in the U.S., it's like every little bit of thing has turned into its mind. Nobody else is supposed to do anything about it, anything with it. He's basically supporting his wife. Exactly. And another thing... A little bit more. Yeah, go ahead. Well, now I don't want to uh, 
up, nobody. But um, so pretty much him supporting his wife and everything like that, right? Regardless of whatever you know, what you choose to support of, you know, in America, for one, he's primarily white. Uh, from my understanding, he she's black, right? Right. So that alone, right there, especially in America, is an underlying thing that people try to avoid saying it, so they look for other ways to say it. But that's not something they typically support. It's kind of like. It's kind of black. They just don't want to say that's kind of black, that you, you're white and you're allowing her to support her black religion, whatever she wants to do. That's how they look at it. So the easy way to get around that conversation is like, oh, well, you're just doing, you're doing Kwanzaa? That's kind of, oh, you do da 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 And it's like, you're really saying like you're dating a black woman, you're following doing, allowing her to do her religious thing. That's really what's trying to be said. But going to the whole discussion of, you know, what's, what ultimately, what all this comes from, like why does people feel the type of way you, don't, you can't celebrate what you want to celebrate in America, is simply because of power. America is a country founded off, like, you know, principles of, you know, you know, you can achieve anything here in America, as long as you don't fuck with the top people's power. And how you influence power is with political shit and, um, you know, and, and poverty. You could control, you control politics and poverty regardless of what people want to say in America, Religion is politics. We go on, you go and swear in court and everything like that, make you try to swear on the Bible and everything like that. You say you don't do otherwise, it's cause a whole uproar and everything else. And it's, it's, it's a never-ending cycle. And most of the wars throughout the world have been fought over what? Religion. And power. So religion and power. I got a question. So when, when you all go to court, right, and they make you do the swearing in, right? Right. The, don't they ask you what what um what you want to swear in on? No, by yeah. Well, technically, by default, they will pull out a Bible, and all you have to do is speak up about what your beliefs are, or you yeah. can make it known before then. And they can, most likely, if it comes to the point where you have to swear an oath then they can accommodate you. But most likely by default you're you're, you're speaking the hand of the Christianity Bible, yeah. So even mm-hmm. if you go back to slavery, right? Put it like this. This is what a lot of people don't understand. Even if you go back to slavery, black people came over, we were forced to believe in like Christianity. We had no choice. Whatever whatsoever. Like we had no choice. And the first time they brought in, you know, the Muslims with Elijah Muhammad and everybody else and with Malcolm X and everything like that, and, and preaching, you know, for blackness and, and up the upright standing for standing up for yourself and everything else, it got seen as a terrorist group. That's what Muslims identify. So, like, if you say all only pork, the first thing most people assume are, oh, you're a Muslim. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Even the Bible, it's not, and I mean, the Bible it says you're not supposed to be eat animals with the hooves and things like that. That, that is pork, that is swine, that consists of that. Like you're not supposed to eat it either. But a lot of people be, like to pick and choose what they want to follow in certain religions. That's what they do. But at the same time, it's a certain level of hypocrisy in America because we will criticize you or question something your belief because if it's different from ours, it's something that's just beyond the normal. If it's beyond the normal then it's not okay. Like, you're going to get belittled, you're going to get attacked, you're going to get targeted because you're doing something that's beyond the norm or that can cause um, diffusion, right? Because um, 
it will more not diffusion when you can bring people together. So let's say if take if you ever heard of uh, so like take Huey P. Newton in one of those instances, right? For the Black Panther Party, they bringing everybody together. They they telling everybody believe in this and this uh, we should how we should view things and everything else. And it's like oh no, they are terrorists. They're preaching communism. They trying to do all this stuff. So anytime you try to get the right to have everybody looked at as equal, in America is looked at as communism. Off the bat. No matter what you do, off the bat, anytime you try to push something, any politician that comes out and try to say everybody should do this, what's the first thing you call, Jack? A communist. Yeah, <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't wrong. It's, it's <laughs> off the bat. Like That's the first thing that you're called. And, and the reason for that is to maintain power in those who are the, the top three percentile. The top three percentile has to maintain power. How they maintain power is by creating divisions. Like this whole COVID shit. They literally have people in the country arguing who's over, who's vaccinated, who's not. It doesn't matter. Everybody can still catch it the same. It don't matter if you get the vaccination shot or not. You can still have the same trans- transfer rate, the same rate to catch it, everything else. But that instead, is... to, they make people focus on, oh, you are less likely to die if you take the vaccine. Okay, cool. And at that point, if you say that, then at that point, it's a personal choice. If I want to take my risk of my health and me myself personally die, it's fine. But guess what they do? They still make it go against each other. People are like, wow, you ain't vaccinated. I'm like, what my health and me choosing to put when my body got to do anything? That's not going to affect my transfer rate to, rate to you or anybody else. It's not. It doesn't affect transfer rate. It affects me, like how supposedly detrimental it is to me. That's what it affects. I, now, I don't want to get too out. far off. I'm yeah, sorry, no, go my ahead. Bad. Go I'm ahead. Just, my bad. I'm just, no, I mean, I'm just touching on that. Like, that's how far down a rabbit hole we can go with this conversation because it's like, that's America. That's that's the American dream, quote unquote, in a sense. It's like, you know, having your own freedom, will, or speech, but at the same time, you're criticized for it if, if you try to involve anybody else into it. If you mention, like, oh, this is what I do, or tell somebody about it, you're criticized for it. It's like, keep that shit to yourself almost with America. But you, here's my here's my thing with that. You only and and I as much as the news itself depresses the hell out of me. You only really hear about this in the U.S. Though that that's that's one of that is my that's become my thing because I've I know a few people who either either left the U.S. to go live somewhere else, not because they wanted to want to leave. You know, people want to travel. People end up moving. You know, experience some new stuff. I don't. The few people that I do know that don't live in either don't live in the U.S. or left here and live somewhere else currently, they don't deal with that type of thing. It's only a U.S. It is as far as I know, it has become only a United a U.S. thing. Like, Bro, put it like you don't this. really you don't really hear like like let's 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 this is training. This is training. Like he said, most of them or as a whole. Yes, there are exceptions to the rules. There are little groups in this. And this. Everybody has their issues. Nowhere is perfect. But let's you hear if if he was to go around and ask, you know, about different different cultures and just like that, and how as a whole they come together and they can celebrate somebody else's culture and be and you know somebody's trying to be respectful. Nobody's going to immediately jump on their case. Well, you're not from there, or you're not that this, that, and that, so you shouldn't do that. Most let's say he let's say he does that to a hundred people. I'm almost positive he's not getting over ten people who's going to have an issue with it. 
you can start out with 10 people in the U.S. and all of them will say, you know, if you're not this, you shouldn't be able to do this or you shouldn't celebrate this, this, and this because it's not yours. Like, necessarily, like, why is it just the U.S.? Because that's how America, it's, it's, it's systematic, right? It's, it's literally years of systematic to teach people to think a certain way. Once you plan and make people think a certain way, that becomes normal to them. They know nothing else but that. And, and it's kind of like we talk about white privilege in America. White privilege in America is blind. They don't know that they have white privilege. Just the same right as saying they don't even know that they're, you know, that they're being biased about shit. Like, they shouldn't be biased about, like, who cares? Oh, he wants to like this. Okay, who cares? But they're like, no, it's, it's right. This is the right American thing. You ain't American if you don't like that. Uh, you know, I'm like, what? Like, what is it like? You know, and people that all the immigrants taking all our jobs and everything like that. Was said, for one, all y'all motherfuckers immigrants. So let's be honest. So I don't know who's taking what jobs. <laughs> if we go over and look into that, and damn sure, but nobody in Texas say anything because you know, if it wasn't for the Battle of the Alamo and everything else, like motherfuckers wouldn't be there. So it's, bro, it, it like I said, it's a rabbit hole that you could forever go down, bro. And and people here in America, they just abuse abuse the shit. Because my, it's about power. It's about my my American right. It's it's about me being better than you. It's about awesome. Yeah, that me being better than you. Me feeling like I am better than you. And the America system, my president, my whatever, show, told me that I am better than you because I am this. I am white. I am this, and I'm gonna criticize anybody that's different. Now that can happen with some black people because there are some black people who are systematically brainwashed to think certain ways. And, and it's sad, but that's that's the truth of that, it. Like, that's, go ahead. And that's 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 where I I feel like hypocrisy is at its best because when <laughs> sorry, I damn near lost my train of thought there. When people like to throw around the word systematic, I hate that fucking word just as much as I hate every other. Let's call it SJW type trigger. Uh, what buzzwords. Yeah. Why I hate the word systematic or why I hate when people use it is because the people who claim who use the word are, let's say, are some people in power or some people who can actually make changes some places. They say it's systematic. Well, you the one in power to make certain changes and do certain things, but they don't do it. But they still want to use the word as if, like, that is the issue. Let's use Biden. Let's use let's let's specifically use Biden for it's a. In some cases, I'm not going to bring up. I'm gonna stop you right there. I want to bring something specific. I want. I'm gonna bring something specific, and it's going to lead into that. I don't want to. Okay. I'm not going to get into the whole uh, student debt thing. It's something different. I'm not, I want to talk about that. I'm talking about something different. It, it was. It was something he specifically went under that he kept trying to. He kept using the word systematic, and he used the word. I think he said systematic racism when it comes to. It was something within the government. I got to go back. I'm damn near retarded. I'm halfway forgetting what it was specifically. I'm going to go back and, and go back and I'm going to come back with it. Um, okay, but my, my, my point is... He said it was systematic to where, you know, oh, black people can't get any power or get any seats. That, get, I think it was the seats on the Senate or some shit like that. And at first, when they first started running, when they kept using that fucking word systematic, this, this, and this... For somebody to 
say that we have a systematic problem and, and we can't get black people to get their voices this is this on the sea or anywhere in power all the people that he brought in is not who he was hyping up because at first especially when he after he brought in kamala ass into this they had a, a cabinet of people and most of their cabinet was quote unquote black or they or were different ethnicities they were a different of a different culture let me use that word before i ever mispronounce words again now, when you look at his cabinet, it is almost night. It is like ninety percent white people, and I'm like, look, you can't use the word systematic racism. Uh, people but, can't. But, here. but you hyped up and you said that you were going to bring in some people to do this, but he never did. That is just an example. Look, it's specifically I know, him. I, I, I want to touch on that. What, the reason why I, when I when I and I, I tell people when you when you address systematic racism and stuff like that. It's another thing to address it for somebody who is part of the race that's been oppressed and another person that's been an oppressor. It's a difference in that. Like, you can somewhat relate, but you can never fully relate and try to fully understand. But when it comes to systematic shit, we speak on systematic, like, systems that's been put in place. It's a system. It's a certain guideline, a certain everything that they follow to keep those in power. You say politicians are not to be trusted, period. They say certain things. They do certain things in order so they can get in the seat. But what a lot of people don't understand, in America specifically, the president is not as powerful as people think he is, which is why he has to rely on the voice of the public. The reason why Trump was so powerful, what he was doing was, it wasn't because he could pass certain shit. It was because what he was doing with the people in the public. The public, the people have the power. That showed what Trump was in office. But the people and all the racist people and everything, everybody was coming out. But people don't realize that. The power is not with the president at all. It's with the people. But the president influences the people, so therefore he has the power to do certain shit. But at the same time, Biden hasn't had the power to do shit. And if he got people in office that's like, no, we're not doing that. And a lot of Americans like, no, I don't feel like doing that. Then it's not going to happen. But if everybody got up and said, you know what, fuck that. We want this to happen. Cool. But why is systematic as well when he's talking about elected officials being in office? There are a lot of black people, millions of black people who don't vote because they, oh, my shit ain't going to count. It's this and that. It is what it is. Or I can't do this. I can't do that. It is what it is. And Biden managed to win somehow in Florida to the point where they was like, fuck that. We need to do a recount. Not Florida, but fucking Georgia and shit. And then my fellow, we need to do a recount because they couldn't believe how many fucking black people got out because they were able to pull a little slither of black people out to finally come fucking vote. And that's just a small fraction of the shit. We can win a lot of politicians and people in it, but black people are fucking lazy. But that's how we are. Like that's how he got in, specifically Trump, because I don't want to get off too far. But like, okay, yeah. my my my, I don't have an issue with her. I have a different worldview than the hive mind. Necessarily, if somebody was paying attention, once again, like you said, it, it was necessarily the power of the people. The Biden situation with the election. I understand how he felt when he got robbed. Why? It's because some of these, well, most of all these impressionable ass fucking dumb white people who just, 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 let me know. Let me, let me, let me change that. The impressionable stupid people who can't think on their own and need somebody else to do it for them. It is very easy for them to hear one thing and immediately do like they will hear, oh, Trump. Trump said this, and this is what he meant, even though that's not what he said and not what he meant. And I, I, it's once like you said, power of the people, because it, it is, it is too many simple-minded people who can't think for themselves in this world compared to the ones who can. 
and the ones who, who can are usually ones who ends up with the shit end of the stick. Because there's a lot of people who who has the ability, who ha- let me who has the charisma to say what the hell they say and get the stupid people to immediately just agree with them without actually thinking about what they say. Okay, Jack, let me bring Trini in this. Oh, I'm a, Russ, I'm going to ask you something specific and uh, let me know if you need me to reword or whatever, but um, somewhat in uh, American terms, how they had a transition of power is done. So compared to America elections and things like that, when they're moving politicians and people, whatever the case, whoever the leader is, compared to Trinidad in America, the, do the people, like, does it go by vote, vote, vote numbers? Like, you know, America has electoral and then you have the amount of people that vote in the area and shit like that. There's the general and then the electrical, co- yeah, the ele- electoral. Yeah. Yeah. So is it kind of ran like that? Because some of this shit is, I think some of the shit can be influenced by certain political yeah. officials. But say y'all have a prime minister, like- don't y'all? Trinidad has a prime have minister. a prime minister. And a president. What happens? How election runs in Trinidad? It have what they will call MP seats, which is basically different. You see, like how y'all got the states and stuff, but each MP seats would one. It, it it's one seat. While y'all have one state is worth 10 colleges, then a next day we're worth 26 and all these other shit. Each yeah. of our seats are worth just one. And basically, the president has, has um, his own constituents. And then he has other, other people, members of the party, that is running for the other constituents and the party at the end of the day that has the most seats won will be the prime minister. But if the prime minister doesn't win his constituents, they will have to elect a new prime minister or a new leader of the party because... You cannot be prime minister if you isn't an MP of a constituent. So normally, the if a party know that majority of their people is living in that constituent, normally they will put the prime minister in that constituent. So they will get basically the prime minister. Their leader is shorter win, even though even if they doesn't win the election, at least their leader won his seat or her seat. So right now we got um and another thing, Tobago has its own governing body. Well, it's under our governing body, Trinidad, because Trinidad is the mainland, but it's also but it's more like it's on its own but it's over it's over our watchful eyes basically we gotta we gotta allocate funds and stuff for them and they just got um their own little governing body just last the well 
the beginning of this month, they had their little election where the the winning party beat, defeated the losing party 15 to 0. So they run, they run, who, the winner run the entire island. There ain't no intervention from the opposing side. And the way how our president is elected, the there's an upper house and a lower house in where y'all will have senates. We will have we would have the red house with an upper house and a low house. And they come together, both both governing bodies come together and elect a president. Okay, so the governing bodies come together and elect the president. Yeah, but the prime okay. minister, the president has to sign off on anything that the prime minister does, but the prime minister makes most of the decisions. So the prime minister has pretty much the most of the power and the president kind of... prime minister uh, has most of the power to do stuff but president the president have all the power to veto anything basically okay um but yeah before we go down and wrap hold on let's go back to like kind of like the main thing because i know we was kind of going there yeah i see how these conversations can go with us as far as we we get into it having these conversations <laughs> but going back to the to the main point of like you know having be able to have that freedom of choice of what you want to do like in america in that um you know, and it's kind of like we went through politics, but it's kind of based on, if you know, if you live in America, you know, it kind of is based off, you know, what um, what American is. What is American? You know, what's that definition? What defines being an American? You know, and that, I got a question. Speaking of American, why does y'all as black people identified yourself as african-american while white people would um identify themselves as american and then they will have the mexicans with would would identify so, this hispanic so, or latino americans it, why why it, does the white people allow to be called just american while y'all have so uh, i'm gonna break into that because I know he's going to get a deep dive in this. I, I want to get a simple version down. Yeah, I'll I, get to it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so necessarily why we call ourselves African-American because it starts with your descent. We are, we are of African descent, but we were born here, which leads into is the simple version of what is. So the first part, the first part is, is your descent. And the second part is if you're born here, if you're here. Like it most like you said, like a Latino person. If they were like born somewhere else, they're just a Latino. But if they're born okay. necessarily in America, the then they're a Latino American because they're Latino, which is their descent. That is their culture or whatnot. And they're American because they're a citizen here. For the most part, when it comes to white people, is is they're just called so American. They don't have a descent. Forever. I'm sorry. They don't have a descent. Necessarily, no. Like, I'm sorry. Necessarily, yes. Because, well, I, I, 
Once again, I'm just gonna get you it to see, full. You're dying Africa. yourself up because yeah. you, yeah. you yeah. know me. You see, know I, me how many I, years, I, right? You know me how many years because I'm gonna stop you because we both on the western side of the world. Our, our all our country got invaded, and we all went through all all the western hemisphere went through basically almost identical process when it comes to the invaders with all the all the different shit that happened, right? We all went through the same shit. You know me how many years you ever hear me say once African Trini or African Trinidadian because we this ain't shit new. Please let me touch it in, man. I, I'm going to get that We got black people from Africa as slaves too. We have Indians came from India as indentured laborers. We have white people from England and from, we got Spanish from, from, from Spain. We had Germans. We had all these other countries and we still do have all the roots in Trinidadian, but Ra- you know Rahul and Timmy. They, yeah, yeah, they ain't one ounce of black in them. They, 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 their mother is Indian and their father is Muslim. Well, you never hear them say they is Muslim Trinidadians or, or, or Indian Trinidadians. So but that's 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 something that's been passed down. Why that's, do you all divide yourself and bro, let, let me get into it. Let me get into it. Let me get education. Let me, let, me, exactly. let me spit it out. 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 So necessarily the simple version of it is this is how the country itself has passed down, necessarily. And that's the simple version of it. Like this is just something necessarily that just been passed down. So along along the way, it may have been misconstrued as time have gone on, but most countries don't. Do that. Made, Only, the US does that shit. Only the U.S. does so, that shit. You, you right. see, you I don't see do why this is so up in so prevalent. Jackson play it with me. Yeah, look, listen, y'all. He's literally like racism is so prevalent in America because from a young age, from the beginning, y'all, that's all embedded in y'all. I ain't American. I'm African American. And and then and then the white people be like, y'all ain't American. I'm American, so I'm better. And that's how it goes, bro. So, so, so let me get into this for you. So down to the education point, right? So in America, like referring to what terms being called African American and things like that, that term has changed since the, since the 1750s and, 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 and on, right? So you identify, believe it or not, people used to be sharecroppers. There were some black people that were sharecroppers and they had white sharecroppers and shit like that. Then it was like, you know what? We need some slaves because this is like free labor. So that's when the kind of the slave trade started to build up. Then when slave trade started building up, you had slaves, black slaves, free slaves, niggers in terms, niggers, negroes, niggers. <laughs> um, yeah, black slaves, free slaves, 
You had white sharecroppers and poor whites, and you had upper whites. Then they changed the term because they want to make sure white people feel more secure than black people, so they just changed it to whites. And then you had the the niggers, Negroes, or niggers, as they want to put it. Then you had um, foreign Chinese. I forgot what the fucking term, what they fucking called them for that. And then it was, okay, no, that's no, nothing too expensive, obviously going through a civil rights movement and everything else. Then it became, okay, let's just call them what they belong, say they want to belong in Africa, let's call them African-American. But originally, what a lot of people don't realize is, Russ, like you were saying, going back to your point, a lot of people are sometimes from the original country that you're in, so you're a, 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 an aborigine. Um, so, Russ, you're an aborigine because that's, that's your original home place since the earlier times. Like, if you go back, trace your ancestors' roots, that's where they're from. You don't have to say, oh, I'm um, African Trinidadian or anything like that. A lot of people don't have to say that I'm African-American because if you have Indian bloodlines in your family and it runs back through America, then guess what? That is your your family's original home birthplace. If you technically want to call it that and say, you know, I'm an Aborigine. I'm an Aborigine. There were black Indians. There were not only like just white, Caucasian. There were black Indians too. Just saying, saying we have different color skin tones and cultures and everything like that, that's a, that's a part of that. So a lot of people are Aborigine, but they don't know. It has been so much movement back and forth because what they would do is they'll come here, they have black Indians, they'll send those black Indians down through the slave trade and everything like that, and they get traded to, um, to let's say, somewhere in Trinidad, right? And then guess what? They get shipped back, and they get shipped back, and they get identified as black slaves, African-Americans, African slaves to try to make up for numbers or whatever case they want to make up for. So now you're coming back, now you're identified as something completely different. And that's the system that America has always ran, and they changed the names throughout the time, what they call people, because of offensive terms that make people feel better than the other. So a lot of people are aborigine, but at the same time, how do you identify yourself? As going back to what Russia was saying, like, oh, why do y'all say, like, African American, I'm just American? Or just say, like, you know, I'm just, I'm black. You know, um, it's it's the term of, you know, a lot of people nowadays don't say as, I don't think we use the term African-American anymore, but they do press it on you. They'll say black or African-American on your application. Or you can identify as other. A lot of people don't know that you can identify as other on your application feed when you're putting stuff on there, but that's what they try to identify you as. And you put black or African American. You black and African American is not separated. It's the same thing on the bullet point. That's what you fill out. Is that, or you can click other. And it's and in the world today, and a lot of people in America, it's so set up to be mixed. It's like, oh, I'm 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 Blasian. I'm black and Asian. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like no, you either like I, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Just say you're American. And I had a homie who's from Dominican Republic. He actually hooped, uh, played ball, for, uh, Moorhead. And, you know, he was just like, you know, me and him was out one day. Everybody like, oh, he black too? Then I'm like, he said, no, nah, I'm Dominican. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I was like, bro, that's the shit they do here. They see you as one skin tone and they just say, like, you're this. Because you look the same, right? If you go in a lot of countries, we look like, a lot of people look like us. There are Spanish, Hispanics, who, like are black Hispanics who who are Hispanic. And, but at the same time, a lot of people identify them, oh, those are just black people. They're black until you hear them speaking, and you're like, oh, oh, okay. Well, he's Hispanic black, a black Hispanic. Like, I don't know, like, just like, why can't you just be American? Why you can't you just identify as American? But the reason is that because America has a system split up to the point where white is supposed to be seen as pure and black is supposed to be seen as something that's bad. 
kind of like dark versus light, right? That's the reason why the terms are really set there in place. So people can essentially know their place in a sense. It's not to separate anything like that because it really don't fucking matter. It's almost having like, I used to discuss it in a, um, in a paper I had to do one time. We had a debate class discussing it. We had to add a school. And I was like, what's the difference between two cats? And like, what you mean? I said, you know, I asked the difference between two cats. So I say, say a mother cat has a cat. Like she's all white and she dates a black cat. And I said, that black cat comes out and I say, you know, it's that. No matter what color cat you have, they may be shaped different, look at different, but if you come now, the organs, everything else is located in the same place, unless you're talking about bigger cats or about cheeses or something like that. But our humans are the most identifiable, like, same type of species. We have the same genetic, like, pieces, like arms, legs, eyes, five fingers, five toes, you know, <laughs> teeth, like, all that's definitely distinguishable. And you cut us down the middle, we're exact same if you open us up. So what makes a difference? And and literally, if people go back and study and actually know science, you go back to your mitochondria and DNA and find it, everybody has a small trace of black in them because black people are the original people. But people don't want to get, that's a whole nother debate and discussion to get into that. But when people grow and understand that, you would know like, okay, cool. We all originate from black people. The oldest body that's found around the world came from somebody that's black. It's the same way where you're looking at America. Russ, I don't know if you've seen any so-called supposedly Egyptian movies in, uh, in America. That people as pale as snow playing Egyptian. If anything, you'd be like, oh, they're either Arabic or black. Because there's no fucking way that you thinking this person was there. Now, when, they, when the Romans started to try to do the colonization of, um, you know, of Egypt and shit like that. Obviously, white people got shifted over there, and you know, there are some white people who live in Egypt now. But before that time, during that time when like there were kings and queens of Egypt, Egyptian, there were not Egyptians of Caucasian, just pure Caucasian descent. That just wasn't there. That's not something that was there. That's why they don't show the tomb. That's why they don't show the DNA analyst evidence of what the people look like and everything like that. How much science has transgressed, and they show how people are how these pharaohs and everything else look like no america doesn't want to show that description because guess what that then tells them that hey white people are not as important as we want us to be it's it's a whole right before we can get down at my from my point of view perspective i feel like they will so caught up on dividing in the old like everybody would say how bad or how backwards you know the past was in the way how people would think we have evolved as a human race but yet still we would evolve the things that we have good, but we would retain and keep the negative parts of the old time thinking. And at this point, hey, it's like you said right there. Not that I mean to interrupt you, but it's civilizations, right? If we study and pay attention to every civilization that has risen, that has fallen, it's been the same way. The people get up, the people revolt, the people take over power, then somebody else end up leading the party, they try to develop a new system, the new system follows the exact same thing. 
There ain't no and what point. Is, it's not. And what happens is what makes a difference into that is the wealth gap. Every civilization, when the wealth gap gets to a certain point and the people feel like they're suffering enough because prices are inflating and everything that's going on and people are like, yo, we are suffering now here. We're being pretty much treated as slaves. We're just doing that. In, in America, in the world today, it's shaped a little bit different. Slavery is more so essentially like the work that you do for your job and things like that. And then eventually you get to the point where you're working so much, you're like, man, this is not worth what I'm doing. And the wealth gap between the rich and the poor is getting bigger and bigger. This gets so big to the point where all the people say, no, fuck that revolution. We're awake now. We don't know what the fuck going on, but this shit is over. Then the civilization ends, and then a new one begins. But that's literally in the midst of where the world's headed again. Like, you think about the different eras, different civilizations, whether it's the Romans, you know, the Vikings, the, the fucking, you know, the Egyptians. Like, we we can keep going on. Every civilization has a certain point where it lasts and then it just dies out because they're following this blueprint that they think that works. And everything else advances, like medicine and everything else. But the leadership model where people are trying to follow try to retain it. If you ever looking to read the really um, – it's an America um, short, like um, – poem shit in a sense that was what it's called a Willie Lynch letter. Willie Lynch was a clever individual that came up with the way of keeping slaves in control and for them not to think. So Willie Lynch pretty much had this thing where he would say, okay, you know what? As a slave master, in order to keep your niggers in line, what you have to do is essentially you find the biggest blackest nigger that's seems like he would potentially fight back. You beat him to near death in front of all the women and everybody that's out there, right? Now you have weakness. Then the mother would then raise her son to be physically strong but mentally weak because you don't want the black man to be mentally strong, but guess what? Because he started to think too much, and we started to think they started to teach the people how to revolt, and then instead of against your empire, you don't want that. So you do that, and then what you do is you impregnate your white pure seed, your pure white blood seed inside of the nigger um, female to create infertility, like create diffusion between the two parties. And you start to treat the white, the lighter skin um, child better than the darker skin child, and you create confusion amongst that. So slowly over time, you can kind of keep this going to the point where it's like, okay, black people are going to forever be beefing back with this. We had a black, dark skin versus light skin. That's where it comes in from. Because that that's and that's way back. He's literally that's way back when slavery was first getting started and situated. He taught people that, but that's still being carried on today. And that's why I go and talk about systematic shit that's going on because he put that system in place for white people to have power in a sense to have that control of black people. Because black men are not supposed to be think. We're supposed to be strong, just work out, do what we do, and just physically handle shit. And over time, it's been changed in certain ways to try to get people black in order. That's why there's a lot more black men in jail. That's why it's a lot of black men not learning, not getting as much degrees and shit like that. Yeah, it's, it's increasing, but it's not at the rate it should be at. It's for that purpose to keep us mentally weak. And you got a lot of black mothers in homes who are that mentally strong that's there, but it's so much of a burden on them, and they get stressed out for it. So it's like, it's not even that. But it's even showing today in America, it's a lot of black women who have excellency, way amount more money and business understanding and knowledge and everything like that as black males. Because males are black males are not mentally strong and mentally there to get that, which is why we go through a lot of mental stress. It's the reason why a lot of black men commit more suicide than black women. It's a reason why these things are systematic. 
And so, what has to happen is, go ahead, yeah, I can go deep, uh, deep into that, but that's what that is. So, if we want to claim ourselves as evolved people over time, right? Why are we in a position that we allowing old tactics still affect us to this day? Because people are brainwashed. People are so like me. You can come talk to people. Me, you can go rush. Me, you can go down the street in America, getting people pamphlets, educating them on some real shit, trying to help them get a job and everything like that, and trying to do what's right for them, teach them how to run their own businesses and do everything. We can literally put a million dollars in their hands, like a million dollars, handing out three million. It would not help those black people because systematically, they stupid. They talk stupid. You black men are taught dumb. You're not taught how to handle a man. With a stranger, cannot do it. It comes down to. The to, to the household to your parents, parents to, yeah raising your child up the kids to raise the kids the right way. All right, so think about this, Russ. Think about this. The average is about one in four in black. No, probably like one in six black families have a full black family household, right? And that's what mom and dad living together. That's what mom and dad like in a stable structure household. There's one in six. So when you look at a number sample from that, no matter what you do, and, and it's, it's happening, that's why people have become educated woke today. But, but the weak will die all day. No, it's not, like, not when it's one to six. Okay. That's the problem. Okay. If it's one to six ratio, it's changed that. But you know what happens is that by educating that one to six, it does help. But then that one to six got to start educating their friends and their peers. The, the, one in six, the one in six have to be willing to learn, though. Nobody's yeah, no, more influential to, to someone other. No one is more influential to someone more than their role yeah. model or guardian, whether it's parents, grandparents, uncle, whoever is taking care of that person. That's the influential. The 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 the, the way of the world right now. The, the weak will die, the strong will survive. Right. This, but like what, the, what I'm saying is... Um, in order but, for, for change to happen, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't. If we, as a human race, want to progress, it wouldn't happen or we won't all wake up tomorrow and it's going to be a better time. It's going to have to happen over years centuries and the only way it's gonna be happening is is for people to actually make the stand yeah let yeah, the, let the ones who is willing to to learn and evolve will 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 survive and the ones who is still living in that we that that mental block who who is refusing to learn I'm sorry to say, but the reality of the fact is they will soon die out. They they and, won't like for example, look at this. We there's so many black people in the world right now who say they won't they won't live to make the twenty-one. They won't make the eighty. That's because they put themselves in that situation. Their parents put themselves in that situation and they're not willing to work their way out. 
But it's not. I, I wouldn't say so. Going into that, I'm not saying. It, I wouldn't say that they're not willing to work their way out. It's the. It's more so they don't know how. And like you have to live in America to kind of like well, that, know, fully catch that the comes of down it. to their parents. So their parents, but like but not even from their parents. So like that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm stuck in a systematic system because systematically, in, in America, is a such thing called redlining, right? So in redlining, what they'll do is if you're black and try to apply for housing and housing to live in somewhere, they would allow you to live there, especially once they seen that you were black. You wouldn't get approved for it. Black people typically have lower credit rates and everything else. So if you're somebody who's trying to build that and trying to build up to that, you won't be able to do that. So you're stuck living in the same redlining neighborhood. And those redlining neighborhoods that's left out are the hoods, are the projects, are the ghetto areas. So when your child has to go up and go to school around there because your child can't go to school out of the district, you're stuck to that redlining area that's put right there. That's in like every city there's a redlining area in which predominantly most of the black people stay and the poor whites. And it's the reason they keep them people in there so and then you get the less, less, less education, resources, and everything else for that reason to keep you as a a lower poor working class individual, and you don't get that unless you somehow get some parents who are knowledgeable enough that's going to be on you, like, hey, you're my one in six, you're going to college, you're doing these things, we want you to get to this specific point in your life that's trying to help our family out financially, but at the same time, a lot of people get stuck in that loop because you're raised at home, you want to go back home, you want to see your friends back home, you want to see everything that's going back in there, back and forth. As a testament, I know how easy it was for me just to be going back and be like, oh, I want to be back in Cincinnati. I want to be with hood with everybody else. Like, what's good? Like, go, go. like, no. But the only reason that kind of saved me from that system was thankfully some of my mentor just kind of being in there. But if he wasn't there, it takes a certain individual within a community or or just you gotta connected be to the community. Strong. Yeah, yeah. that's a good thing. I'm a strong. But, but that's not majority <laughs> of America. That's what I'm saying. That's my back. That's my last point, Jackson. My bad. But that's my point. You see what I'm saying? You said mentally strong. That's the point of the Willie Lynch letter. That's the point why he taught them that. That's why I say the strong will survive strong. and the weak will die. But, but that's the point. Because Most black men you, are dying because they're not mentally strong. strong because of the strong ones. And and that's a that's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can I can, where, I can see where Russ coming from because he, here's how I look at the situation. We use, once again, that's that word, systematic. We want to use that word and no but do No, no, you can't, you, no you, can't, you can't use that. I understand the word. That's not, that's not. Coming from, we use that word systematic. You've used that fucking word, but we all know how the game is played, but we don't want to change it. We want to, we want to make other people who had, who we want to make everybody else change it instead of doing the work to change it. We all you know we, we say, yes, hey, you know well, we got this, this, and this going, and it's all about the parents. Exactly. Yes, the parents know how the game is played, but nobody is no, teaching the next generation. We, and then we can't use the word systematic. You can't you can't claim something, Bro, you know try to explain something, but then you don't know how it works. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Do you know what systematic is? We all, something that we is all, no, we all, we all, Do you know what this, systematic is, bro? We know how it's supposed to play. Exactly. You, you know what systematic you, is, bro. We claim to see it, but you don't understand. You don't know how it bro, is. Did you? you know, but you cannot say like you cannot say the term. Everybody uses systematic. You're trying to think of your emotion with systematic. Do you know what systematic? No, is? I, I am not. I, no, no, no. What I'm saying is systematic right now. This, this is the definition of systematic right now. This okay, so you know how it's systematically fucked up, right? You know how. Let's say this is anything. You know how anything can be systematically messed up, right? 
So what do you do to try to change that instead of just sitting here talking? Bro, that's my point. Black people as a whole, as a people being in the community. Because he said, that's my point. You keep interrupting me, bro. If you let me just explain my point. I'm trying to explain my point to you. What I'm saying is, what it starts at is somebody who's educated. From the education component standpoint, if you become educated on that, a lot of black people don't typically go to school beyond college or even beyond the high school. A lot of black people don't graduate high school or anything like that. So when the best thing you retain things as when you were a kid. Kids, now when you're matured enough, I'm going to get to 17, 18, 19, yeah, you can resolve something. Even 15, yeah, you can resolve something, but it starts when you're a kid. So it starts with the system that's been put in place, that American education system for the lower property income community, they don't teach people about finances. They don't teach people about um, just racism and inequality and everything. They don't teach that to you when you're a kid. You're taught the basic things so you can go up and go to high school, hopefully you'll have to work a nine-to-five factory type of job. That's what you'll be in. It starts with the system. Yes, the parents can be educated on that, but if the parents are educated on the system, that wasn't made for them to even learn in the first place, how do you expect them to just automatically click and be like, oh, yeah, I know what the fuck I should be doing. There's no possible way. It starts with the educational system that the government has put in place. If the government doesn't update the educational system that's been put in place, therefore they are stuck in that system. They're stuck in the loop. And guess what? Black men are dying every day. Black women are getting getting less pay and just it can go on and on and never ending cycle because black people are not educated on the point in the right community. Even poor white people are not educated the proper way because they live in a low poverty neighborhood. The, if you look at a Saint Xavier compared to a to a to a, a to a task or anything like inner city high school, the education level and difference is completely different. There's no there's no recollection or any connection that could be connected to that possibly because that is what systematic is. Systematic is something that's put in place that can continuously go on without any change necessarily putting occurred to it. You don't have to do anything to it. It's systematic. It's the system. You just press play. It just goes. It's forever turning. So instead on, of playing updated. the game and doing this over and over again and shifting on uh, this, the, the, here, here here's what I'm getting at. We keep saying that. Okay. So we know there's a system in place, right? So what as specifically black people, what do we do? Again, we if all if I know what you're saying, but if you, the weak will not if survive. You're uneducated, because if you're we're uneducated, there's no way you should I can't uneducated. But you're not understanding the point. Jackson, if you're uneducated on it, how could you change something you don't understand? We know the system. We know the system is broken. We know the system is fucked up. As black people, specifically, what do we do, especially when it comes to our own kind, to try to help mitigate that instead of just sitting here and I'm doing to nothing? Tell you. And if you, if you just take a break, I'm trying to tell you. Thing you're doing. And as a whole, this, this, this shit that people want to exactly. speak but do nothing exactly. about this it. Is, you're not. You're, 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 you're you know going on a. Because I'm against you on this. No, I'm, no, I'm saying. I'm, no, I'm not. I don't care. I'm just educating you on what it is and why it is systematic. And you're just Now you say how you make a change. Now, my last point, Russ. My last point, Russ. This, this, this is answer your question. You said, okay, how does black people, how do you make a How does the, pretty much what you ask, essentially, how does the woke black people make a change to the black people that's right there in the community who do not understand? What you do is you then go into those communities. You implement yourself. You go in there and meet with the community people. You meet with the politician chairs. You meet with all those people that do that so you can implement and try to make a change. But you know what you're trying to do as a black person? You're trying to go in there and break a system they've been put in place. If you look at the educational system in America, especially low-income like areas, the educational way they teach things have not changed in over 200 years. 
how they teach students has not changed in over 200 years. The same format, the same way desk and everything are lined up, the, the whole format is all still taught the exact same because they want to create to make sure they maintain a working class. But the That's people who claim want. to be educated do the same shit that is supposed to be broken. That okay. they don't change it. Because if you're a teacher, you claim to be educated about this, but you claim to be teaching the same shit to the, the same way to the people who it is broken. You're doing the exact like same thing that if, you claim you to be trying to become a teacher. A lot of people, a lot of people who are teachers, it's a reason why you have certain external teachers, and those teachers make a lot of money. And guess what? Those teachers have going to the big or white schools for a reason. Because what happens is when when they catch you start doing and making them programs and stuff that's exclusive for the kids. When this for me knowing my mentor because he was a principal. This is something I personally got to know and got to see. The schools, Cincinnati public school system, any of the school system, they have a certain curriculum criteria that the schools have to follow or they will not receive funding. You have to follow this particular criteria or you will not receive funding. You cannot try to go outside the box. You have a whole outline of what you have to teach the kids, and you can't derive from that. You can change your approach to how you want to teach them a little bit, but what, what, what they're going to learn is already predetermined for them before they get there because that's the system of it. With schools, and so when you change that is, then you get into politics. But that when you get into politics, guess what? And when you get into politics, guess what? One person can't change the change the sway and say, "Hey, we need to go ahead and do all this." Guess what? Now you were depending on other politicians, individuals to support you and do everything else. People are not going to do that because it's going to create a shift in power. They have certain things in power as a system. I'm sure the upper level of politicians know. So they're like, shit, if I were to get here and they're telling me, like, no, I can't do that, or I'm on risk, or I might get assassinated, I might get killed putting this shit out. Think about it. Every black politician, every black person that's over the civil rights or anything like that who spoke about educating the people of color and doing the right things for people have all been assassinated and killed. It's, a, it's not and that we don't have people out there doing it. People have been doing it. Since, since, really since sad slavery. about that. You want to know what's really sad about that? Let's use that as the example, okay? Let's use Trump. And, I'm not even a fan of this nigga. I'm not even a fan of him forever. I don't really give a fuck either way. But once again, he don't talk like them niggas. And just like that, he tried to do everything he can to not do what the fuck all, all of our former politicians have done who stuck to the system that is, is fucked up, correct? All the ones who stuck to the same system because you got to play this game if you want to succeed. Is that not what it is? No, no. You have to play my thing. You have to play system. You just said this. You 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 said the way that especially I, the schools I, and how I, they supposed no, to do that, that. That's the school system. That has nothing to do with being elected as a president. Don't play the game the way that we want you to play it. That is what you just said. If you no, don't look, play look the like game the way we want you to play it, you don't get that's you not, don't get anything from it. That's just what you just said. No, that's not what I said. You're, you're, you're trying to anticipate what I said. You're the good man outside of him. You're the man so, outside of this, right? You just heard him, and you heard him speak in my speech. Is that not what he just said, or am I just crazy? Bro. No, no, let, let him speak because we're on opposite ends. He's the man, he's the man out. I want to hear his point. Is that not what he said, or I'm just that's reaching? That's not what I said. I want to be the voice of reason with y'all two, because y'all two on two different ends of the spectrum. And 
I'm coming from somebody who went through the whole let, 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 let him get it because no, that, no, 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 no. But I'm just coming from that because I, I had to go through American college system. I had to go through the whole school system. I had to go through. I went to a different level of education system, on, even in even in Ohio, to the comparison. But I know how the system works. But you, you at Jackson? I have more of a system understanding of how the system works because I've been more involved in the system than you have. That's why I'm trying I to say that. Can, can he speak? Because we're not going to get anywhere. Can he speak, please? Because you and I are not going to get anywhere on this. Because we're not going to get anywhere. I have listened to both of your points of view, right? I hear Slim. I hear Jackson. The way how I see it, Slim wants to change the structure of the school system and educating and all these stuff, right? Right. The reason why Slim has a different experience, we all been kids, we all been young, we all been in school, right? The reason why Slim has a different experience, he had a mentor in school. Am I right? From yeah. what I you had a mentor in school to teach you the right stuff. Kids does not listen to any and everyone. They have to respect you. They have to look up to you to listen to you. So not every teacher is able to connect to every student. Right. Right? That's yeah, why I yeah, say absolutely. no matter what, it all comes back to parents. You, you show that the kid will look up to and respect the parents. The teachers, not all teachers demand that same mentor or respect level. I've been to school. There's a lot of teachers who try to do well, even in my education. That be like they, they try to do well, but not all the students will listen because it doesn't respect the teacher or they don't look up to the teacher as a mentor or 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 uh uh an idol or a, a, a figure, a, a someone of stature. So that's why your experience is different. But to fix the problem, you have to start from the ground. The ground is parent parenting. First of all, parents, there's too many young people having kids that they don't know how the hell to raise them. Absolutely. They don't know. So to break the mold, two things got to be done. Maturity, maturity in our people, and the will to learn, because yeah, but... they don't learn unless they mature enough to 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 retain the knowledge. Yeah, but going to your point, Russ, the reason why I was saying that, the reason why I mainly focus on the educational system, like no way is one, you can never say one way is the best way to do it because everybody learns differently. Like you said, kids look at shit differently. But the problem but is nowadays... But their parents, though. They, right, but the, but the, the thing in America nowadays... Right, they will, this this is what I'm trying to educate on this point with America is. Majority of the time with America is, people don't spend time with their kids. Their kids spend their time in, in school. If not school, then it's daycare. When they get out of school, guess what? They get in the school, they tell them, to, you, you need to go outside and play, get away from me, or you come inside, you, t- you eat, you take your nap. You and go, that's you a bad parent. parents. And most of them... But that's the majority of American parents. That's literally the majority because, of poor income families. Because, back to my point, 
most parents, most people who have kids are very young. They still trying to live their life while making babies. So they ain't got time for their kids. They out yep. there trying to have t- the time of their life. They want to talk on the phone with whoever they want to talk to. They want to go to parties. They want to ha- They want to live their life. But still, they, they want to slip up and have kids. You got to understand. A child is a 24-7 job. There ain't no off days. There ain't no sick days. You can't come into work late. You can't you can't leave work early. Right. But still wanna they still want to have that luxury. Right. So at the end of the day, if you want to to to, to educate the next generation, you gotta educate the past generation. Or the or the generation that is currently is the majority and, of society, and and that's the problem. That's the that's the question right there. That's how do you do that? Because you, what you have is adults who are young, young adults who are young, who are still kids in their own mindset, and they believe they know everything in the world until they experience it for themselves. At the same time, as in sometimes at that point it becomes a little bit too late because, like I said, there are kids having kids. So when there's kids having kids and the system's okay with that, it was a problem. Then what, what happens is what a lot of people don't realize is because statistically how things are going, about 10 years or so from now, 10 to 20 years or so from now, there's supposed to be supposed in America that half the population is going to be mixed. And America was like, no, we don't like that, which is why they incorporated and try to control women's bodies with the abortion uh, laws and everything like that. Because majority of the people who were doing it were what? White women. And they're like, uh-uh. We don't need you to abort any, you know, white babies because we want us to be the majority. So going back into that, it's like the people who are making these laws, who are implementing things, and I'm going back to the word system because the thing is they want it to, everything to be systematic to the point it runs to the point where all they got to do is just follow and do these little set of things, and it's going to flow how it always flows. That's the way you maintain power. But what's happening now in America is, which is a good thing, and change is slow and steady, as you said, but people are starting to become more educated. People are starting to become more knowledgeable. Right now in America today, there are a lot of small-time business owners than there have ever been because of such, because people are becoming more knowledgeable. Understand, like, man, if I want to get money and doing it. So now in America, I don't know if Jack, I know it's happening up there in Cincinnati. It should be at least. But there are hardly anybody, you can find a job anywhere almost, because hardly anybody want to work with people. Like, I make more money doing my own business hustle, side hustle, Instacart, and do whatever else I do, than I do go working for these jobs and busting my ass and working that all day hours and make to work. Huh? That, is ramp- like, that is rampant like crazy up here. It is a lot of that going on up here right now. Yeah. Just using gorilla I'm over there, I'm in, there, I'm in that kitchen, and they have lost a lot of people over in December than they have all year long due to the fact people are trying to go out and do their own thing to do other certain things. So, yeah, it is a lot more of people leaving, let's call it traditional jobs. And doing and their own shit. Start my own shit. Start my own yeah. business. Like, I need my own shit. 
it, it is a lot of that going on up here, today, and it's just it. it, it yeah, think about this. So, Russ, I don't know if you noticed. Right now, America's in an influx of pricing, so everything is going up, but wages have not changed. Not even shifted a little bit. Not even a little bit. Wages are same not changing. Thing. But, same but thing. at the same time, um, I don't know if I read the book "Rich Dad Poor Dad," but he goes in to talk about that, and it is like he goes in the concepts of. How the world has always changed and always been an influx of price. And eventually, when it's an influx of price, obviously, you know, shit starts to shift and, you know, people get upset and everything else. But it's not ultimately the government and people, government fault of anybody else. You can, like, what people are doing now, starting their own business, shit like that, that's what you're supposed to do. Then the government realizes there's going to be a loss of power and there's going to be less people in the working class because people are going to become more educated on the money. So eventually, the value of how a dollar is going to be seen is going to shift. A dollar is not going to be seen as valuable anymore because guess what? A lot of people are going to be their own independent business owners and try to do that, and they're going to be a loss of a working class. The working class are going to be working class because they're going to be doing their own shit. So how do you do that? The American system is going to try to shift again, and they're going to say, oh, we're increasing wages. And people are oh, I feel like I'm making a lot of money, not realizing they can make even more money and write a bunch of shit off with their own business like they're doing. But that's what's going to happen. Right now they're letting, it, they're letting their steam build up, and everybody getting up there, everybody quitting jobs. Then they're going to say, boom. Minimum wage is not guaranteed twenty dollars. But guess what? Because it's twenty dollars, anybody gonna realize the prices of everything that went up from the price influx is gonna stay the same. They just gonna give you a little bit better pay, so people will feel like, oh, it's fine. I'm good. I'm making good money. I'm good. But not realizing, like, no, you fucked. Stay making your own business. Stay doing what you're doing. It's that's what I said. It's it's happened over time. Jackson, you remember little Debbie case used to be a quarter. They used to be a quarter. Twenty five cents, you get four for a dollar. Nigga, chips used to be a quarter. <laughs> I remember chips chip used to be a quarter. Nigga, they are dollar fifty now right now. They That's small baggage are a dollar. Come on. Right. Yeah. They have pushed that. They've always been pushing this stuff up. People just not as aware as they were. But now that people are aware, what they're going to do is they're going to let it keep going up to where they start a little cap off. Then they're going to change the wages of what people make again. They've always been doing this. People are just now somewhat trying to be safe. But as soon as they do that, but as soon as they do that, they're going to, as soon at some point, they're going to up the, the price of living, which is the current problem now when they did it before. Which they already doing. The they're doing their own business. Up. Yeah, they've already done that. When people started getting yeah. their own business and this and this, and the housing market is up exponentially. It is up exponentially right now. Like it's for that reason. Like it's just the shit. But at the same time, what people don't teach us: the smartest thing is if you buy a condo or buy your home, it's cheaper than you renting it for four or five years. Because by that time, if you pay what you pay for your apartment, your condo, your place, you will own it in four or five years. You pay what you pay. Some places are 50, 60, 70, 80,000, and for like a two bedroom spot, you go in there, you, you buy, let's say with interest, you're paying about 100. Even if you're paying 100, if you do it, they're going to try to pull in your 30, say, no, I want to do a 15. Even if you do a 15, you're under 500 something dollars still. You're still there, like you're under that, and you can say, you know what, I want to go ahead and just pay eight, like I was paying anyway, but now I own this shit. This shit is mine. But if I, if I don't need to, I only have to pay five, six. And I can still save money. I can use my other money that I got extra on the side instead of paying nine hundred something, a thousand dollars and rent here. Guess what? That other money go towards my business to the point where I got enough money building up. Now I'm about to get some more shit. Now I can pay this shit up. Now I can buy another property, and I can move to that one. And I can have somebody rent this one out for fifteen hundred because they go pay fifteen hundred for it because they ain't got no other choice because they ain't thinking about buying a house. Man, so speaking of business, how does that okay? Up here, it's an influx of it. How How is it, like, in Trinidad when it comes to people starting their own business compared to, 
let's say a chain, a business chain. I would think it all runs the same. I, I don't see why the business structure model wouldn't ch- would change, in my opinion. There, there are is I'm pretty sure it all is pretty much the same, but from country to country, there has to be some type of small tweak to it. Like, because I, I, I the, the whole together was about the difference. I, I'm trying to see a certain difference between here and another country. Like, how, how is that put together down there? It's it isn't hard to open a business or anything. It's most same thing like America. A lot of people opening their own businesses down here now. They so if they they doing retail or anything, they have they advertise on Facebook. They do because in Trinidad. To open a business, you just gotta register your business, your name of your business, and do y'all, if you do y'all want have R- to, RS still? my bad. Like, do, do y'all need to say register? Do y'all do it like through a, like an RS system, which is pretty much like an RS system? Where I was going like for the music business shit is like we gotta pay like two seventy nine some shit like that to get like a, a, a employee like a specific like tax ID number. To be able to file for your business, say that's my business name, that's what we're doing, and that's that. Then you gotta pay other fees and shit like that comes with it. But is it essentially like that, or is it a little bit different? Yeah, it's it's like that. And then you do your your business logo, and yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, your business number is where you file your taxes on the play pay your employees if you have any. Um, but that's nothing that's stuff like national insurance and stuff that is basically uh that you're supposed to pay national insurance for all your employees because it's it's basically a grant of whatever you yeah how many contribution you do they receive at the age 60 that they get how many thousands of dollars or whatever depending on how many contribution you do and then that also falls into your pension so if you retire at age 60 you get another you got the the grant which is some people get 60 80 hundred thousand whatever how many contribution you do and then after Every month, you collect another $3,500. If I remember correct, every month you receive $3,500. And then, so that's like, so you could retire early if you want. Because in Trinidad, retirement age is 65 normally. So, running a business is no, it's fairly that. straightforward. Nah, but it's, uh, really it's good to have this conversation, man. I'm happy we get in here and uh and, and, and do this shit because, like I said, this is definitely something we try to keep up more. Like I said, I like the discussion. Uh, nothing wrong with me and Jackie. I just love love and uh not love like love for each other. I've been knowing that man for so long. It just you know when you're passionate about a topic, y'all know. 
Um, it just comes with that, but ultimately we, we both agreeing at the same thing. Um, and that, a lot of people do that in America and like these type of discussions, you can have these discussions and just be calm and neutral and come back to understand and have a mediator like Russ, you can come in, come between and, you know, share, share about, you know, just perspectives and things like that. The world be a little bit better because, you know, everybody has different view of things, but we all can be saying the same thing sometimes. So, you know, that's ultimately, you know, what it comes down to. Um, we all want the, the best for the world and shit like that. That's what's going on. And, you know, and, you know, that's all that matters. Um, but, you know, uh, it's good. Nice to meet y'all. Man.